I want us to take our scripture reading at this time. And we'll take it from John 3. John chapter 3, verse 1 to 18. John 3, 1 to 18. If you are there, say amen. Okay, the amens have it. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher from God, for no one can do these, things, these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water, and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I say to you, you must be born again. Verse 8, the wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you the teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Truly, truly, I say to you, we speak of what we know and bear witness to what we have seen, but you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man, and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believes in him may have eternal life. 16. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whosoever believes in him is not condemned, but whosoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whosoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. Here ends the reading of his holy word. Thanks be to God. Amen.
thanking the Lord for yet another day, the last Sunday of the year. Said, we sing the, of the goodness of the Lord. Hmm. Part of that goodness is that today God has not brought you his bill. He has not brought you his bill. Yes. Number one, oxygen. <laughs> Sunlight. That he himself turned into vitamin D for you. Rainfall. So that crops will come. He has not sent you a bill. That alone is enough to say thank you. But for me, the thank you, I don't know how to say it. Because the Lord has indeed been good to me. I don't know about you. I don't have to know about you. All I know is mine, what he has done for me and my family. And so today, I thank the Lord and I say Merry Christmas to us all. Thanking our senior pastor for the opportunity to bring the word of God. And sometimes the fire in the bones, you see, they want to, um, when you get that opportunity, it's, it's wonderful. And Jeremiah said he couldn't take it when he kept it. And I know the feeling. And I know you can hear me fine. We usually talk about peer pressure on teenagers. But I'm telling you, peer pressure for adults is there. The peer pressure for me to bring down this mask. But you can hear me, can't you? I'm still dealing with lingering COVID pneumonia. So you pardon me if I don't bring down my mask. I invited somebody to church today. They called me yesterday. On Thursday, they were with people celebrating. Friday, she got the call that the, there were just three of them. The man has tested positive. So she is in quarantine. She can't come. But you see, God is good through it all. Through it all. Hallelujah. So today, thanking the senior pastor for the opportunity to bring the word of God. And I love to bring the word of God. Because I want you to understand and I want you to know and I want you to grow. And I want you to be who he has called you to be. So my number one point is for you to understand. So what I have to do so you would understand, I will do. And the word of God says that when the word comes, the evil one is present and he takes it away from those who don't understand. 
That one, me, I don't understand how he does that. I know the word has said it. So it behooves you and me to understand. I will say to you, the oldest person in this room, to our youngest person in here, if he's listening, so that he would also understand. Hallelujah. And so, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I pray that you will give me utterance. And Lord, I pray, oh, help me to endure this few minutes of bringing the word. And I pray that my listeners will hear it in their hearts, with their ears, with their spirit. And it will not be just another thing they have heard. But Lord, we'll work with it. To you be the praise, to you be the glory. Amen. So we are talking about God's Christmas gift. God's Christmas gift. And gifts uh, from John 3, 1, 18, we are going to take a few things from there to speak of God's Christmas gift. And when we talk about gift, what, what do we mean? It is a thing that is given willingly by someone without payment. So that a gift is something that costs the giver. And it is free to the receiver. So the one giving you the gift, it has cost the person that item they're bringing to you. But you see, usually a gift can be described. So I'm sure this Christmas season you've received something. Somebody has gifted you something. You can describe it. You can say it is uh, wooden cloth. It is this. It is that. It is red. It is blue. It is beautiful. It shows or it glimmers in the light. You can describe it. And usually a gift has a purpose. So I'm giving this to you with the intention that you use it. It will bring you satisfaction. It will serve a particular need. So the thoughtful gift to you will do that. So that's why I say usually, usually the gift has a purpose. So that you don't just receive something. It's given to you for a, a purpose. So for example, um, it's Gabby in the house. Gabby. Yeah, I, I, I think I'll, I'll, I'll find a special cane for him. Because I told him, I know senior pastor, will, when he starts looking at me a little bit, I know he's saying, kumo time, kumo time. So I told him, be here. So senior pastor, he's delaying me one minute, but... Oh, there's a, a little hole here. If you have a pencil, he'll... Anyway. So if I would have the ushers, are you here? Did Gabby give you something? There's a box in the back. If I can have all the ladies standing, please. 
All the ladies. Ushers, if you would hurry up for me. Ushers, please be on the move. Be on the move. And you hand, hand um, a copy of what you have to each person. Ushers, please double your move. The men have passed few. I see something like um, in his steps. I know that was for the guys. They got it. If there's some left over, then others might get it. Ushers in the back, if there's, there should be still some boy there, it's finished. You've taken all, them all out. Okay. All right, the ladies, if you would sit, please. If you've received, sit. The ladies. <laughs> there are some here. Let's keep, if you have a few left, keep for the ladies downstairs, the children's department. Now, I know it will go to a household. In other words, when you read it, you pass it on to your husband. If you are single, you just give it to somebody else. Do we have any left apart from those I said to go downstairs? All right. The thing is, I got 100 copies. And 100 copies, I couldn't give to everybody, so I had to choose that. But you see, this is a gift to you. It says a gift costs. And I say this to make a point. When we finish, don't come and tell me, Reverend Dora, you did well. I don't want to hear that one. Because I want God's blessings. You tell me that. I don't want to hear that. Please, don't that. So I say to say a point. It cost me 2,000 Ghana CDs for that book. It's a gift to you. It cost me time. Because I was in the States when the thought of you receiving this book came to me. What is the title? Offenses. Dangers of offenses. And I know what that does in, what does, does in churches. So offended that you leave. So offended that you don't speak to one another. I feel it is vital, vital that we look into that. At least it will take your mind to something else. So it cost me money, it cost me time, it cost me energy. It's a gift. It has a purpose. I've told you the purpose of that book for you. 
So it's, it's, it's something that has cost me. But look at me, a mere human being. Today we are talking about God's gift. There is Reverend Dora's gift and there is God's gift. Let's think about that for a minute. God, the creator of the heavens and the earth, the one who owns everything under heaven and on earth belongs to him. He owns the gold, he owns the diamonds, he owns the platinum, he owns everything. He owns the cattle, the cattle on the hill. He owns the black, the black gold oil. He owns all the cattle. He owns everything. He owns everything. Belongs to him. And it is this God who is generous. God who is generous with those things. He is the one going to give the gift. As for Doris, Dora, limited bank account. Limited energy. Even putting the balls on it got to a point me, I was tired to say, oh, we feel no good. Uh, human being. Today, however, we are talking about God. We are talking about God, El Shaddai, the God who is the balm of Gilead, the one who knows the end from the beginning, the one who knows what you need most, the one who loves you with an everlasting love. He is the one giving the gift, a gift from God. What would, that God what, would, what would that gift look like? Today you can describe the one I've given you. You can describe it. You can tell me the colors. You can tell me the number of pages in that book. What would God's gift look like? And we see the answer. 2 Corinthians Chapter 9, verse 15. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Indescribable gift. Indescribable gift. In other words, you can't even describe that gift. And yet here I stand today attempting to describe God's indescribable gift. Now tell me, how can I describe that undescribable gift? How can I describe to you that gift that is indescribable? How can I describe it to you? For the word of God says that God's gift is indescribable. No matter how much I say, how much I describe it, it will not. It will be just like a drop in an ocean. But what can I tell you? I can tell you these things, though, that it cost God to bring this indescribable gift to you and to me. It cost him to leave the glory and honor of heaven to come to earth. And according to uh, Philippians chapter 2 from verse 5 going, it says that he became a servant. He became a servant. Although he was God, he became a servant. He left the honor of heaven. He left the glory of heaven. 
He left the, 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 the wonderful place of heaven to come. That is what it cost the Lord. It cost me a few cities. It caused God to leave his glory and come to heaven, come to earth. You see, we are celebrating Christmas. And that is what it is. That is what the gift is. That Christmas day, that baby that was given is that indescribable, indescribable gift. And there's no way you can describe the baby in a manger without thinking about the cross. For you see, the two are linked, that you cannot divide one from the other. And it caused God to see his son being spat upon and beaten and whipped till he was disfigured. Isaiah 53 tells us that you, would not, you, you could not recognize this Jesus. Those who knew him could not recognize him. For he was beaten so much. For he was, he was tortured so much. For he was whipped so much. For he was lashed so much that he was disfigured. That's what it cost God to give you that gift. My one-two, one-two, energy spending. <laughs> or maybe you, I'm sure this season you've given gifts. Going into town. Joining long queues. Finding the right gift. Parceling it. Giving to your loved ones. It costs you. But it costs God to see his son being beaten. It caused him the pain of seeing his son hanging naked and humiliated. Yes, in the pictures of Jesus, depicted in, in, in pictures, we see that he's covered, loincloth covering him. No, he was naked on the cross. He was naked on the cross. God himself, it caused him to see his son humiliated. That gift, that Christmas gift, was naked, hanging on the cross, and he caused God the pain of seeing his son naked on the cross, being made fun of and being spat on. It caused him the pain of having to turn his face away from his beloved son at a time when he needed him most. Oh, just look at me and, and, and look at me. Let me see your love a little bit, God. Father, Father, let me see. Oh, but the father turns his face away and the gift says, Oh, my God, my God, my God. Why, why, why have you forsaken me? But that was a gift. Can you appreciate the gift of Christmas? Can you appreciate the gift of Christmas? What it cost God to give you that gift? What it cost God to give you that gift? The gift of his son cost the giver all that he had. The son died. For scripture says that I've been bought at a price and that his blood was the payment. I was not bought with gold and silver, but with the blood of Jesus Christ, the gift. So let's consider. Would you give a gift to an enemy? 
person hates you. You know that person hates you, and you hate that person back. You shouldn't, but you do. You decide to go and cash in your treasury bills. Get all the money in your account. Empty all the pockets. And use all that money to go and buy a gift for your enemy. Ada, what can I my brother? Ada. Would you do that? Would you do that? Would you do that? But God gave his indescribable gift to us when we were yet sinners. Listen to this. But God demonstrates his own, Romans chapter 5, verse 8 and verse 10. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And then verse 10 says, For when we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son. Through that gift he gave. So while we were yet enemies, oh, oh. Oh, mighty God, I can't understand. I can't understand. While I was still your enemy, oh, mighty God, you knew it was going to cost this, going to cost that. And I was your enemy. I wasn't even your friend. I hated you. Ephesians says that, chapter 2 says that, we were the objects of wrath. Objects of wrath for him to eliminate us completely, but he did not. And the gift is a testimony of the love that he has for you, he has for me. The gift is precious. The gift is precious. The gift, Jesus, Yeshua, was given any way, any way for you and I and for everyone else. And the purpose of this indescribable gift. So, yeah, the purpose. I said that uh, offense is making people leave church. Offense is making people, me, my ministry is this. But because WMU, because this woman, da, 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 uh, offense, she said this to me, out. Me, you won't see me. I won't pay my dues. Offense. Offense. Offense won't let you do your ministry. Offense will not let you be what God has called you to be. That is the purpose for giving you this book. And God also had a purpose. A purpose. We are just saying that gifts have a purpose. What was the purpose? To reconcile sinners to himself. First, 2 Corinthians 5, 18 through 19 says that he, can you put that on for me, please? I, quickly, just 2 Corinthians. If I were you, me, the, you see, you would take notes in the book I gave. If you like, you take some of these verses and go and look at them and meditate on them and let the Holy Spirit, whom we've been talking about all year, lead you into places so you can just, you would lie on the floor and say, hey, Nanyungo, hey, God, hey, God, you were just wrapped in, 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 in clothes, lying in a manger, the bed of animals, 
and yet you had this purpose, and yet the gift was this. And the Holy Spirit will take you to realms you never knew existed. And you'll fall in love all over again with Jesus. And it will give you the energy to do all the work that he has called you to be. And be who he has called you to be. All this from God who reconciled us to himself and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. So, are you in this church? You say you don't have a ministry. Eh? You, don't, you don't have a ministry. You, he has given us the ministry of reconciliation. He reconciles us first to himself. And then he gives you that ministry of reconciliation. That is the purpose of the gift. That is the purpose of Christmas. So that you will bring others into that reconciliation. So that you will have a ministry to tell others about this gift. And bring them also into a reconciliatory mood with the Lord Jesus Christ. Then, secondly, to give us a chance at a second birth. John 3, 3. And Jesus said that, yet to all, um, Jesus said, I tell you the truth. No one can see the kingdom of God unless he's born again. That is the, that was the purpose of the gift, the purpose of Jesus Christ coming, the purpose of the Christmas gift, to give us a chance of a second birth. For you see, if you are born twice, you will die once. But if you are born once, your mother, your, your mother born you. That's bad English, but please. Your mother born you, and that is all you have. You will die twice. But if you are born again, you receive this Christmas gift in the person of Jesus Christ. You will be born again and your death would only be once. The one that everybody dies and they put in the casket. But the, the, the second death of eternal damnation would not be yours. That was the purpose of the gift and that is the purpose of the gift. And he was, the purpose was also so that man may no longer die. We've mentioned that. Again, the purpose is to bring light and life to all. There are so many. I just, I'm just touching on just a few. Just a few. Just a few. For the Bible says, as I says, that people living in darkness have seen a great light. He comes that you have light. For we are in darkness. And the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. If you do not receive this gift, you are in death. You are in darkness. And you will die in your, in your, in your sin, in that darkness. And you will live eternally in damnation. But the gift comes to bring light and life to all who receive the gift. When the ushers came, they stretched forth their hand with the book and you took it. You've received it. You've received it. But if they came and the book is there, you are standing there and it's in their hand and you don't take it, you have not received it. Even though I have paid for it, even though I have used energy in getting it. <laughs> we are coming there. 
Singer pastor, why are you, you jumping the gang? You jumping the gang? Oh yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's not my fault though. There's no clock here. No offense. No offense. That's I, I, I'm, I'm getting there. But you see, he has given us eternal life. And one of the things I like is to give us access to grace. Romans chapter 5, verse 1 to 2. Romans chapter 5, 1 to 2. It's, that's a very nice one. Uh, can we? 5, 1 to 2. Therefore, it's different from, therefore, since we've been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord God, through whom we have gained access by faith into his grace. That no call, Adum, Adum, Dromo, Dromo, Son, Dromo, Son, Adum, Kwao, Adum, Grace, Adum, Grace, Adum, Adum. It is that gift that gives you access, gains me access into this grace that has kept me 2021. It is the purpose of that gift to do that for you and for me. And then look at this. Giving us access to the Father, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 18. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 18. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 18. For through him, we both have access to oh, the Father by the Spirit. Access to the Father. Access to the Father. Nobody goes there for me. Oh. Yes, you can, you can pray for me. But I can go there directly to the Father's place. I'm not afraid when I go into his presence because of that gift. Because of that gift, I have access. He who says, daughter, come in, come in, come in, come in. I have access. I have access because of that gift. That purpose is to give me access. And the gift cannot be kept. But this gift cannot be kept to oneself. In other words, the gift I've given you, you can't just hold on. You have to read it. You have to read it. You have to read it. Or else you cause financial loss. Nespa? Yeah. When we have received the gift, we are to share it with others, telling them that they can also receive freely this indescribable gift with all the rights thereof. So you see, all the above serves to form the joy and basis of evangelism and missions. Hi. All this comes to a place. The Christmas gift, there's no way you can look at the Christmas gift and not think of evangelism and missions. Because the purpose of that gift, the purpose of Christmas, is for you that you've received to share it, to give it, so that they also will come and have access to the Father and receive eternal life and, and, and escape damnation. Indescribable gifts, evangelism and missions. So evangelism, people receiving the gift, it makes the cost all worthwhile. So when you read it, the book you've received, and you put it in action, and you don't easily take offense, even with your husband, your wife. 
you don't take offense there, then it becomes worthwhile that I've spent a little money, I've spent a little time in getting it. In the same way, Isaiah chapter 53, 10, 11 says that on the cross, he saw into the future and saw Doran Abbott Lebote receiving him and that made it worthwhile. Do you understand? It made it worthwhile for him to remain on the cross because he looked and saw his seed and he looked and he saw the light of salvation coming to me, coming to you. It made it worthwhile to be on the cross. And we've been made ambassadors. Question, what the question I have for us is this. What have you been doing with God's Christmas gift? Some of the gifts, like some of you wedding gifts you got, they are still in the box. They are still tucked under the bed. You have not opened them. You have did not use them. Uh, Pastor Chris, is that, uh, you are laughing much at it. You have something like that. Okay. You have not opened those presents, right? They are still there, collecting dust. You've received Jesus, but what are you doing with Jesus? What are you doing with him? Some gifts, yeah, we don't open it at all. We throw them outside. We just put them somewhere. It gathers dust. Not with this gift we've received. This gift comes to us, comes to us so that we can share. The Father gave the Son, the Son gave the Spirit. The Spirit gives us life, and it goes on and on and on. Maybe one day the choir might sing that favorite song of mine for me. The Father gives the Son, the Son gives the Spirit. Eh? The Spirit gives us life. And so, in our small way, a few months ago in August, we were here, you prayed with us, and our team went out, out to do evangelism missions. And so, with permission of senior pastor, we're showing that to buttress our point, to buttress our point. So let's just take a look. And just, uh, these are just pictures, we'll just zip through them um, a little. And so in our small way, um, technical team, Okay, it's coming here, but it's not coming there. And this is where we need it. Open a yase, no, oh, And. And like I said, it forms the joy of evangelism, okay? It forms the joy of evangelism for us. Um, I don't know how much of it you can see. I'm thinking about um, Zacchaeus on the tree, having several of them <laughs> climb trees, um, Okay, so next one, please. So as you see, these are all the thing is for them to receive the gift. Just one, you see this lady, the capture in your mind, you have to pray for, for them. The sweat, the heat, coming to hear the good news, coming to hear, you, 
coming to hear the story. I don't see all the trees over there. They are all perched on the trees. And for as far as eyes can see, about 5,000 of them, in the sweat, standing under the sun, 116 degrees, and yet they would hear the word. They would pray to receive Jesus Christ. And the evening show films that would talk to them, be it uh, the Jesus film, be it things that would point them to Christ. Go on. And on. And look at the eyes. So these pictures, there are so many, just chose a few. So that they will receive that indescribable gift and do things that would endear the day to them. Go on. Endear the day to them. And receive Bibles and remissions is you see the needs of the people and you do it. And so this is just um, showing afterwards. So a <laughs> um, whole lot of them scattered. Next one. Whole lot of them scattered. This is just to show. Um, this is Auntie Carol dancing with the, the people and everything. Um, that's this church service. And you will see that, oh God, we thank you for even what we have here. For the, some of the things, the rain will come, it will wash and they will have to reuse the mud to do. Missions is seeing all that and being able to address so that even uh, when the windstorm is there they, uh, during Hamatan, they have a place to worship. Or when the sandstorm comes, they have a place to worship. Or when there is, um, the rains come, they will have a place to worship. All so that they will receive the indescribable gift. Go on to the Next set of the final pictures. Okay, so um, yes. No, you're going the wrong way. Go on. So Jesus, no other name, no other way. Jesus. And now this one, this is the last one, the August one we went to. And you can see the other Muslims that were there. 95% of the 4,000 people were Muslims. And a whole lot of them came to hear the word. And to receive that indescribable gift, indescribable gift, indescribable gift, the indescribable gift, the indescribable gift of Jesus Christ, sowing seeds, making sure that perhaps they can, uh, 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 taking care of their surrounding, and um, making sure that needs are done. So that the project of um, a borehole, mechanized borehole for the village, so that they would have water, and then you can talk to them about the water of life. This is another group of <laughs> still more. And when you see, where would you go? I'll go back to the next, uh, previous one. Yeah, where would you go? And you <laughs> readily doing their craft, singing songs about Jesus, that there's no other name, no other way. 
And then receiving it, receiving the, the, go on, go on. Receiving the word of God, receiving Jesus as their Lord and personal Savior. Move on, please. Go on. Every day you see these pictures. They are stamped in your brain, and you pray for them. You are seeing them. You pray for them. You're seeing them. You pray for them. You're seeing them. You pray for them. Go on. That indescribable gift and on. Keep going. Auntie Shroda, Auntie Edna, Osha. Go on. And the things, is, it, there's no watering down of the gospel at all. Go on. No watering down of the gospel at all. Go on. And pray to receive Jesus Christ. And we leave it to the one who would let the seed grow, to grow it. And these are NIV, NIV leather Bibles given out for that indescribable gift. And your prayers helped, and your support helped. Go on. And this one, she's on my heart, always on my heart, always on my heart, the way she is. And God knows. And one of them ran after us and said, when I grow up, I'll go to church. Because she could not say it there. Women who came for Bibles, and they were so happy. And yet, they looked the way they were dressed. And we talked to them further on, found out that they were secret Christians, not wanting their husbands to know. Yes, go on. And just a few more. Yes. 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 Giving water to all of them. Giving them the gifts. You, know, you can see the head thing all over the place. Readily listening to the word of God. How? God just put us there. And intently looking into the word of God. And they took the craft with them. They took the craft with them. And in the craft, the gospel, where wordless word gospel was in there, they took it. And that's Auntie Shika talking to them. And they're listening intently. And look at that. Look at that. We could never have asked for God to send that right into the heart of the Muslim world as he did. And so this is one of my favorites as well. Auntie Carol, yes? Auntie Schroeder, yeah. And then the team of 31, yeah. Okay. Thank you. The rest, I think the rest can, okay. Just to say, Christmas is not just about the baby in a manger. Christmas is about that indescribable gift that you have received. My dear brother, my dear sister, don't sit on it. Don't sit on it. Don't sit on it. Share. Share in the taxi when you go to do your hair. When you take a taxi, when you take trot trot, share. Share, share, share that indescribable gift and let them know the purpose. And the Lord who has given us the Christmas gift 
will continue to bless and keep you. The Lord bless you, the Lord keep you. When you are finished reading the book, please pass it on to your husband. Amen. And husband, when you are finished reading, don't say that men don't, men to have, they get offended though. Uh -huh. Not just the, the women. The Lord bless us. Let us pray. Oh, mighty God, you be the praise, you be the glory. Indeed, you've given us that indescribable gift. A gift not to go and sit on. A gift not to just go and watch, sit and watch. Oh, no, but a gift to share, to share with others. Let others come. Oh, Father, help us. Father, help us. Evangelism and missions be our heartbeat as individuals, as a church as families. Oh, Father, thank you for your indescribable gift. To you be the praise, to you be the glory. Continue to enable us, we pray. Father, I thank you for, having, for letting me go through the delivery of my sermon safely, without any cough. I thank you, and I bless your holy name. To you be the praise, to you be the glory always. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, have we prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Later on, the Christmas uh, table is here. If yesterday you didn't bring yours, just come and bless the Lord with it. Amen. 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 God bless you, man.